Sorry to anyone that had their ears blown apart with a whistle of Wayne over you. <laughs> I got on press record. Forgot your press record and <coughs> thought you'd speak like this. <coughs> Fuck, what a what a um what a glorious start to the week it's been. Oh Sunday morning, woke up, sun was shining, birds were chirping, even colours seemed to have more brightness. Oh yeah. The uh Oh, what happened? Oh that's right. Showdown. Never in doubt. Never. Never. Well, I did say last week to somebody, I said, good luck to the team that we want to play four quarters against. And I still don't think we've played a full four quarters yet. Uh, when Port skipped to a couple of couple of goal lead, mm. about the only time I thought, I need to reel this in. Yep. And they did. I never thought we were going to lose after half time. They played much, much harder footy. Contested beasts. Wanted it more. Coach better. No, I shouldn't say that. What do you reckon it was? Um, Inspired selection of Phil Thorpe. Yeah, well, he had to come in. Yeah, well, the fog was out. Yeah. Someone was telling me, oh, I told you they'd play good with three tools. I was like, I'm pretty sure the fog wasn't playing, champ. I don't know who it was. One of those Port Nuffies. What a great victory it was, though. <coughs> and pretty good for our co- like telling for our coach. I would have thought. Oh yeah, he, he the last the fir- those first two games, Adelaide in, were both in utterly winnable positions. Like should have won both games. Well, they changed jumpers with GWS at halftime in yeah. round one, then forgot how to play in the second half. I think they ran out. and So Adelaide, going back, we'll talk about the showdown, obviously, for a long time in a minute. <laughs> but going back, the the interesting thing was GWS and Adelaide, in their round two games, almost simultaneously switched off at like the 11-minute mark of the mm. last quarter. Like just went... Like yeah. Patrick's, just were, both, Patrick's were flat. They were like, oh, we're done. Tapped out. <clears throat> but who gives us stuff about those two games? Because... Back in town. We're back, baby. What did you think of... Uh, what were your thoughts on Port Adelaide? We'll, we'll get to Adelaide. We'll talk about that for a while. Um, Rosie was good. Was their best by a mile? Well, I don't know about mile. No. Oh, pow Pepper. Pow Pepper was... Pick, well, a, pick a Power Pepper. It was yeah. pretty good. Um... He's, he, he, he is looking good being that. That role he plays deep, is fucking him. Deep forward swapping on the ball in bursts. Yeah. yeah, no, he's more than above average. I've got an issue. We'll get to Adelaide, but we'll talk about Port now. I've mm. got an issue with the media and also the Port people because it, all it was going to take was You mean Port people? What do you just... You, Fans in general? Or? You people. You port supporters. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you people. Who are you talking about when you say you people? Talk about you port supporters listening right now. Ken didn't stand a chance all year. And you've had a, you've had two losses. One of them, yeah, Collingwood is belting. Showdowns are always close. It doesn't matter where they are on the ladder. They're always tight, yep. hard-fought contests. So and very few blowouts. Very few blowouts. And your prodigal son, um, your only premiership what? captain, has come out this week to promote his new podcast or website or whatever sports show he's on. He's yep. got to go hard in the first episode, as we know. Uh, you got to go real hard. And he's gone real hard in the in the paint on, on Mr. Hinckley. Now, I have not once heard, whether it's on the couch... 360, fucking classified. Not one of them has ever said any chance of the players copping a bit of flack for that fucking shit show. Everyone everyone has said it's Ken's fault. Mm. Ken can't make them run harder. Ken can't make them put their head over the ball. Ken can't 
physically tell Horn Francis any danger of, of chasing a of bloke that get, is running to an open goal? Getting out of a canter when you don't have the pill? A coach can only do so much. Mm. I, I must say, I don't think Ken's actual game day, match day stuff was that bad. Well, they were... They were just outplayed by a hungrier side that wanted yeah. to win more. Now, if you are an AFL player and you need your coach to fire you up to the point where you need to, to help you win a game for every game, you're in the wrong fucking job. Um, and as if you needed your coach to do it, no. you, had the, you had the bars back on. Oh. The prodigal jumper. I had the bars. Put them bars back. We're going to win. Mm-hmm. I, right now, the, the I wonder if they'll be shelved like the tarps got shelved. Oh, you've pulled out a tarps call. Jesus. Oh, hey. Didn't have 50,000 there. Hey, if you, can't, if you can't win in the bars, might as well bring back the tarps. Well, the... Are we no one, there, no one at the next Port home game. Which is gather round, so it'll probably be packed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's, let's skip over Port because... Can't talk about the losers too much. Adelaide were phenomenal all over the ground. Yep. Um, you had young players stepping up. Michael Annie gets oh. 17 ribs, every rib broken in half and still comes out and does what he does. Um, Marshall, I thought that was at least worth three weeks suspension, wasn't it? Can't tell if joking. Well, according to how Shane got rubbed out, he ticks all the boxes. Does he? Yeah, front-on contact, accidentally hit the head. Um, had He didn't bump him like Shane chose to bump. Oh, I've, I've already watched it. He turned. He, he braced, braced and had a bump. Um, he had one hand either side of him and it was clearly a tackle. Michael Arnie didn't have the ball. He was about to get the ball. And uh, there was potential, potential for injury. So going on the uh, made-up matrix that the AFL came up with on that night, that's fucking eight weeks. I think you've absolutely lost the plot. I am, it was a tackle, not a bump. I am having a little bit of a lens, just mm. showing how ridiculous it was, which we will talk about the ever-confusing tribunal later on. But, um, fuck, wasn't that a massive hit? When they had him... The, you know the camera they have on the bench? Oh, when, on, he, was, when he was getting his... And internal injury. I think Cookie was feeling his ribs and he was, he was doing the, the deep breathing. I thought, this prick's ruptured. He's ruptured his spleen or well, he's got broken actually, ribs. When, this does not look good. When Next that minute, came, he's out on the when, field. When that came on screen, I, uh, I actually said to the person I was watching with, I said, oh, at least he's not wincing in pain while he's doing this. So I, oh, he was wincing. Uh, yeah, well, not the vision I saw. Maybe you saw a different vision to me. It, it looked like a fella who they're going, uh, how's your broken rib? And they looked like they twisted it and pulled it. It's like... Yeah, right. Oh, I didn't say but that. But it must have just taken the wind out of him. But if he did have any injuries, he didn't show it because he went out there and was... It was like it was his little kryptonite. A little, they, little spur of... Uh, spinach, they, sorry. Popeye spinach. Yeah. They, they said prior to his drafting just how... Calm, like just nothing phases him. And yeah, what? Tough. <sighs> Fuck. When he's he's, he's a little kid. He, he's eighteen, and um, but it wasn't just him of the kids that stepped up. Luke Peddler showed why Adelaide took him uh, so high up in the draft. Um, don't even mention his name to me. I'm fucking seething at the Adelaide Football Club. The second time this year they've deserted one of their players. Why? At the what, tribunal. What's your take? What are you talking about? Well, I thought I thought on Sunday I was going to have to go to JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> buy a new TV because I thought I was going to kick mine in when when Luke Peddler, when it got paid a free kick against Luke Peddler. It should have been holding the ball. Um, and then to be offered a week which is nothing short of laughable. And yet his football club just go, oh, yeah, that's what it, we'll accept that. I'm astounded when people go, it was a sling tackle. Okay? Just show me where he slung him. The sling tackle was what, when you grab the Guernsey, you pull the ground and you pull him in that dragging motion to the ground. That's a sling. 
when you are tackling a bloke that is running at you at full steam, you grab a hold of him and with momentum you try and bring him to ground. What, what's he meant to do? The sling let tackle. go of him let him run off? The sling tackle um, drew, uh, Willem drew on uh, Chase Jones. Yes. A little bit later. What? what I don't even look that. No. Are you claiming now, that, that now, Adelaide have been hard done by? Like they've got a, have they got a vendetta against Adelaide? Well, I'm not sure whether they've got a vendetta, but <laughs> my vendetta is against the people that make the decision not to fucking challenge something. Like they deserted Shane McAdam. Well, they should have just walked in and just gone. He hasn't made contact with the head. So what the hell are you? It's this is bullshit, and just stand your ground and think, say, "Well, you I can get stuff." Did do well. They didn't do it fucking well enough. I think they were never ever. I, the AFL were never just going to let that go. Well, well, set fire to the joint because it looked bad. Oh, big! I, mate, fucking, we all look bad. Do you know what looked bad? Um, Shoal taking a mark in defensive oh. fifty d fifty about ten meters out. Doesn't even get to kick the ball, and uh, Power Pepper grabs him. Mind you, Power Pepper was within the five minute, five minute, five meter. Um, what do they call it? Exclusion, exclusion zone. Exclusion zone, and tackles him. You watch that replay. The umpire hadn't called play on. He'd pay the mark, and you watch him. He stand there, never called play on, and he just shits the bed. He goes, "Oh, the crowd's roared at me." Holding the ball. I thought that was the worst decision of the weekend. Actually, no. I'll change my... I will say, that was the worst umpiring in-play decision I've ever seen. Yep. All right? I'm glad you've corrected yourself after I picked yourself up on this. Because the dissent one was... Horrendous. um, Was just laughable. We'll come back to that because that's it. That's a whole other discussion. We'll keep. Can we, we've got a. Have we got enough time tonight? <clears throat> I don't know, but the show we could speak all. all we could spend an hour on the showdown. What uh, What shocked me the most about that game wasn't Tilthorpe kicking five. Wasn't yep. Rankin kicking four. It was the fact that neither of them got the showdown medal. And Dawson had. Oh, Dawson was good. Good in the first quarter. Was he best? Absolutely not. Definitely wasn't best. Wasn't game changing. Um, I thought they actually read that when they read it out. I'm like, oh, this guy was meant to say. And backing up from last year's winner, Dawson, another Crows player, blah blah blah. I thought, no, they fucked up here. This is a this is a G up. I couldn't believe the advertisers voter went to the presses on Monday. And wrote an article defending his selection of Dawson as best on ground. Rucci. No. No. He doesn't work for the advertiser. Crow's got him sacked. Um, Capel. No. Uh, uh, oh, the hyphen. Fuck this. Uh, got Thomas. Do you know the only one that got their vote? Some, some hyphenated name in, and couldn't. Uh, you know the only one that actually had. They brought out, they showed the votes of every person. Yeah, who, I've seen the votes. And you know the only person that wasn't there? Kingy. Kingy did the, was, was the, actually was got actually, actually got the vote right. Because <laughs> I was going berserk, and I'm like, "How can this bloke get a vote? He's not even at the ground." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, you know, you know what, actually though? looking at his votes, he was the one that got it right." You know what that that shows though? Maybe Dawson, if you were at the game at ground level and seeing him live, maybe what he did, maybe all eighteen of his possessions were fucking elite. Yeah, but from a TV, yeah, then from, watching on telly, yeah. I mean, it, 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 are all four of those judges all sitting together? Or are they all sitting in... They'd be all in that media room. So they're all together discussing who they yep. thought has been great. In the Riverbank stand. Oh, jeez, Dawson's... Oh, he's been electric this quarter. Or like, yeah. like, so that's... If you're going to vote on anything, you shouldn't be in the same room together. It should be completely impartial. Like, yeah. if you're from different journal... If you're from different... Oh, well, ha- hang on. Um, they wouldn't necessarily be together... Because that's the press, that's the press room. So the like where all the gurus hang out. Well, the the more like paper press, and other and like others that aren't commentating the game. Yeah, but any any radio commentators would be on the wing. 
in in their press in their own commentary box. Correct. Yeah. Well, I'm look Dawson worthy winner, but uh, I don't think anybody watching at home thought Dawson was the best player no. in the game. Tillthorpe was uh, instrumental. He all, was my, all of his he, all of his goals were game changing. He was my best. And I, I thought Rankin. I thought I thought you could have gone with either of them, just because Rankin provided that forward pressure. Also, when he pushed up the ground on the wing, um, he added that spark that helped us drive forward. Um, but look, if you you could have given it to ten players, there was, I thought the Adelaide yeah, that there was, was the there most was, complete there Adelaide performance in a long time, and there wasn't that absolute stand. Like, yeah. but five goals in a showdown. You kick three of them, one from the boundary, another set shot, and uh, I reckon. What is it? You, he's played. S- he's played twenty three or twenty seven games. Roland Thilthorpe. Did you send him? And he's kicked my text two. He's, he's now kicked two bags of five. Hmm. <sighs> Round one. Well, Dave, he kicked five. Yeah. Now I can't think of who the player was. Good story. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> But yeah, that, that was his best game. That that was better than his debut. And there was by a, a mile. Oh yeah, he had that a complete game. And some idiot that I was with re- reckoned he was awful in the first quarter. He kicked two, didn't he, in the first quarter? One. Definitely, definitely one, but might have been two. So this is the whole thing, though. Everyone says, "Oh, bloody Adelaide! They should have been playing him from round one." The, the thing is, you can't. No, just, not you, really. You can't just walk up and start. So Stephen Rowe, who. Like I can see why they've cut his hours on five double A because what do you mean cut his hours? Well, he's it's it's not the Rowie show much on the drive home anymore. Oh, isn't it? It was Bix and uh, Woody for a while. Bix oh. works for Sen. No, Bix is back on five double A. Bix does breakfast on Sen with Jared okay, Walsh. It wasn't Bix then? It was someone else. Anyway, no, it was Treaders, wasn't it? Did Treaders get a gig back at five double A? Oh yeah, he's back on double A. Yeah, so it was Treaders and. Geneva. It was Geneva. It's Geneva and Rowe. Yeah, but Rowe was gone for a bit. Anyway, just shut the fuck up. He might have had what a week off. What I'm saying is, he, I think they gave him a, mate, you've just gone a bit overboard. You can just jog on for a couple of weeks. And he proved it the other morning. He might saying, have been on holidays. There's no way that Phil Thorpe should ever be out of the crow side again. It's like, hang on, Rowe. Look at why he wasn't in there. His trial games, he couldn't catch a footy. Couldn't yeah. get near the footy. Couldn't catch a cold. He was dropping, dropping balls left, right and centre. And he's gone back to the Sandfall. He's got a bit of confidence up. He yeah. played. He came on as a sub against Richmond. That's how you. That's how Did you he go it. back to the Sandfall? It was round one last weekend. Oh no, he played in the Sandfall trial. Yeah, right. Uh, against oh, against Port. Port. Port yeah. Um, well, we flogged him again. But that's why you don't just. This is why you don't just gift guys games. Yeah. They made the tough decision round one to go look. You haven't done enough. Yeah. The other blokes are in front of you. But also with, with with get back and prove us wrong. Well, with Fog being out, it made him the num- the sole focal point because Tex was pushing up the ground as he does. Yep, and it left Riley to play that lone lead up forward from the f- from the uh, goal square, which unfortunately him and Fogarty, that's both their best position. Yeah. I feel. Yep. So, do you say to Tex, right? You you're going. You, you've gone back over the last couple of years, but you're going to have to go up the field again and maybe play that wing role again. I've heard some because absolute geniuses already calling our Texas done. Like, uh, get in the bin. No, well, he, it's not that he's done, but it, you're comparing it to last year's start to the season. If Tex kicks you two or three goals a game, that's a massive win. Yep. Even if he kicks one a game and dishes off three or four, massive win. So... Maybe Tex has to play that up the ground, and what, Tom Lynch but, type role now. But what he does to those for those other blokes whilst he's there, because you can't put Neville Nobody on him. Neville Nobody. He, he still needs a. He, ne- he needs a good defender. Yeah, which which then helps out Phil Thorpe or Fogg or whoever Gallant, whoever else yeah. is there, because they've got the next one down. Well, I think if Fogg comes back in, Gallant can't play. Yeah, well, that's yeah, one that's out. That's one that's out. And he's stiff. Mm. Oh, I think he's a good player. Galan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like you think we've got four Coleman medalists. The way well, he's like, his last two games are two showdowns, two wins. 
think he five in the last the, show, the same yeah. showdown last year, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. So he's got talent. <coughs> he's, he's young. He's a forward. It's going to take him. He's going to have to sit back and work a bit. Did better. you see Cornsy uh, Kane Corns's response? Someone said, "What what did the showdown show you from both? Like, is it Port Adelaide or is it the Crows?" I did not see. Mm. What what's your, what, what's the story? <laughs> I was actually surprised how candid he was with it because he reckons that uh, I'm going to choose that uh, says more about Adelaide and the fact that they're in finals contention. Mate, he's he's a he's a he's a crow's cock rider this year. Yeah. He was saying at the start of the year, no, nah, that this and that. I'm like, oh, jeez, this pricks. Yeah. He picks and chooses, and he realizes yeah. when he's on, when he when he's losing the battle. He, he said, "I believed that before the start of the year, and I still believe it, despite starting zero and two. They have a lot of talent in the forward line. Forward talent. End. Fucking three, four months ago, he was saying we're the worst <laughs> list in the AFL. No, 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 no. Just how about you fucking call your Jets, Rowie? Fucking, they have a lot of talent in the forward no, excuse end. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, that no, was that was. That's a lot. Sorry, that was so, sorry." Please accept my most humble apology. If you that's, ever do that again, I'm going to call you Caro for a whole episode. That's, that's worse than calling you Craig. Stupid bastard. Um, uh, um, they have a lot of talent in the forward end of the ground and they've got depth that perhaps they haven't had and they're just hard to play against. When you turn up and play Adelaide, if you win, you're really going to deserve the win. That result was significant for Matthew Nix. Fucking, who, who did he steal that? Who did he steal those four lines from? Because that's not Kane Corns. Mm. Um, I thought he was like a number did, one ticket holder or did, something. Did his dad say that? Did he just record him and I'll spit that shit on fucking Sunday on the Sunday footy show. All right, we can sit here talking about it, showdown all day, and we will. <laughs> um, how good was Rankin? Uh, very good. He um, Rankin already, and I'm not knocking Gold Coast or anything, but. This kid was born to play in front of crowds, yep. and he obviously didn't have that. And, and not saying, and that it's when not that Gold Coast is a bad environment or anything. Well, it's not. It's not. The, it's not. How the much best happier? No, but how much happier is he? Just being at home. Well, he's at home. He's at Adelaide. Yeah. Always playing for his beloved crows. Yeah, like he ticks a lot. Like of boxes, just, just those things. That and that's not. That's not anything against Gold Coast. Yeah, just. Happier in his environment. You see players that feed off a crowd. You had Eddie Betts, Modra. Mm. Um, even, say, from Portside, I thought Westhoff fed off a, a pumping crowd. Like, he was never a superstar, but the crowd would get him going and he'd get in the game more. Or Particularly good in showdown scenes. Yeah. Um, Neil Craig never paid him the respect he deserved. Motlop. Motlop for Port. I love, love Didn't do a heap, but a showdown. He'd but, come out of nowhere yeah. and... So there's players that feed off a crowd. Rankin is 100% that player. Yeah. And already he is feeding off that shit. Jared Waitley last night said when that was first announced he was going to Adelaide and and the money was spoken about, I thought, oh, are they spending their money in the right spot? Well, we've spoken it, about that. You it, have to pay overs to get people out of a club. Yeah. and but And also the overs that they were talking about isn't what we're paying him, but what? Not close. But the money and even if it, him, I'm, I at first I thought shit, it's a lot of money for a guy who's not that established. But I, I, after watching the showdown, even round one, his first half was elite, and I'm 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 giving every player a pass in that second half with that temperatures. The stories I've heard from a couple of the players, oh. from a couple of the Crows players said, um. Just, the just air the, temperature was forty degrees in the middle of the oval. Just the Toby Green interview after the game. Yeah, the way he spoke, I'm like, my so God, I'm, I'm, I'm like giving him a pass for that. But the Richmond game, they came back and then trailed off in the last quarter once yeah. again. Who knows what the after effects were? Because you haven't seen sides playing that heat for a long time in AFL yeah. footy. But then on Saturday night, he just turned it on. He was electric, yeah. and he's only you know what he, he's twenty two. 23? 22? I'll look it up if you go on to your next point. So let's just say 23. I'll say 23. Um, his best foot is not even, hasn't even hit yet. Like he, he's just done his first solid pre-season outside of Gold Coast. Not saying that theirs was no good, but you're all of a sudden doing a pre-season under, um, what's his name? The 
Burgess. Burgess, he's doing a pre-season under Burjo. Um, and he hasn't even he's, hit straps yet. He's 22 and he turns 23 on the 23rd of this month. There you go. So 23 was bang on. Bang on! Um, yeah, he's only going up and up and up. So um, I can't wait to see him. There hasn't been a player in a long time that I've gone, ah, I can't wait to watch for the Crows. He's, he's that new player. Yeah, put that there. Put him down. So <coughs> should we move on from the show? Prob- probably time. You reckon? Yep. All right. Well, have you said enough about Ken? Are you surprised he's still there? I'm s- no, no, I'm not. I, th- I, I gr- for the first time, I agree with Kane Corns going. How can you? You got Treaders calling his head after two games, and and Kane Corns. This is the best line he said. He goes, "Treaders is just kicking with the breeze here," and I was like, "Oh, that's a great line because yeah. it's true." He goes. Yeah. The fans have got to be in the bonnet with him. He's just and, and, and he said he and you're talking about and you're also talking about a bloke. I heard Treadray yesterday but at one stage. He goes, "Oh, I'm not on the board, but if I was, you just try to get on a free kick onto the board, and and they did. they decided to go with someone else." But he's now said it's untenable. Well, come on, mate. Yeah, that's right. Well, they win next week and the week. Well, after he hasn't actually done anything wrong, and he's got a con- like. Yeah, I, I think Ken Ken is. Just but Treadray's one of these blokes, look, untenable. You, you've heard Caro um, wind out fucking untenable as a statement. Yeah. Like, like Treadray actually probably doesn't know the actual meaning. He's just like, oh, I've heard someone else say it, so maybe I'll go with that. But have you not seen Tre- uh, Treader's quotes have been on every footy show, every news article, yeah. every. So whether his PA has pushed it as well. Because it's his new little program he's got on. Yeah. He needed a big comment, a big yeah. bias thing no, to say to get going. And Kane was bang on. He's like, he's, kick, he's kicking with the breeze on this one. I was yeah. like, that's a great call. Well, he was. well all the, all the, I, I all the fans were up in arms because Koshy didn't allow him on the board. It's like, no, they've actually got a business person to go on the yeah. board that's, that's going to be put on the board by the Port Adelaide Football Club. Yeah. Um, he did say, Koshy said in the media... If Warren wants to come onto the board, he can nominate just like anyone else and you as fans can vote him on. He can be your Rod Jamison. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he'd have more to the offer than him. But All right, let's move over from South Australian footy because we can't be okay. biased like, you know, certain Victorian reporters where they forget it's the AFL. So we will talk about the other states. And the first state I want to visit is Queensland. Mm, okay. Oh, Gold Coast win. Oh, look, sorry, I wasn't. That wasn't my first protocol. It was the heavily fancied for the flag, Brisbane Lions, who now sit one and two. Tell you, I don't rate myself as a possible key defender. There's two blokes at that mob that I reckon I could beat. You couldn't, but yeah, you're probably right. Go on. <laughs> the two big blokes. What are they thinking? Oh, Danaher and um, Hipwood, Rafa Nadal. Yeah, it, it, he's a stretched out version of Rafa Nadal. Like, yep, I reckon Rafa would have more muscle, and that's a bit that says something. Yeah, because tennis players aren't overly. Did you, who called it? Was it? Um, it was Buckley. Buckley on the couch said, "They look." He goes, "Him and Danaher look like uh, <laughs> look like draftees. two rookies, draftees yeah. that have had one preseason." He goes, "Geez, they need to put some muscle on." He goes, "They don't look like key forwards." And I, I've looked at it a while ago. Like you look at Hipwood going, "Geez, when he puts on some muscle, oh, it'll be good." And you think when Danaher bulks up, no, you need a crate of bananas a week. Neither, to, of them, yeah, like not, neither of them are ever going to put on a fucking. Kilo. And a few people banged Kilo? on about McStay saying, oh, you show how much McStay was worth. Well, not. I actually, I'd go against that grain because you've got those two quality forwards. They should be going, well, there should be more ball filtering through them now. Therefore, they should be exceeding. Yeah. But they're not because, well, Danaher's always been a bit of an overrated forward. He, can, he used to take a pretty mark, but he can't it's, kick for shit. It's, and, he's, and his body language is shit. Is, and he's... Might like he, it has the, the, weird the brain melts in a game. The the body language of just looks like he doesn't care. Yeah, and look, he would definitely be one of their highest paid players. 
Oh, he would be their highest paid player, I think, with that contract he went up what there with. Like yeah, what about... The, they've shown it on almost every footy show in the last 48 hours was when he burned... And I was watching it live when he grabbed it and he turned and just oh, wheeled on the left foot and, and bombed it. And you could you could see people on... Uh, like, if you can see it on TV, then it was clear as day on field that those guys were, were, were free to go. Like Cameron, and I reckon it was... Um, yeah, that one when and Cameron nearly got to it on the line. Like, but it wasn't that wasn't the one that was f- actually f- infuriating. I reckon it was uh, who's the SA the Nord lad up there, short fella, very good. Um, Nord Bailey Zach Bailey. Oh yeah. So he was he played for Nord. Yeah, he was <laughs> free about forty meters out, no one near him, but he didn't even look at him. He he literally was like, oh. but this is what pressure does to people. They go, oh, I haven't kicked many goals. I'm a big key forward. I need to kick a goal. Mm. I'm going to try and ping this round my body on a on the 50. No, that ain't helping your team. So Danaher's got, I mean, but that's the type of player he was at Essendon. Mm. Um, so just the lack of care sometimes. I just who who's Brisbane got this week? I don't think they've got a good run ahead. Uh, I reckon they actually. Um, They've got at the start of the year you would have Collingwood Thursday night at home. As I said, not a great run, and then they come back to Adelaide to play at North Melbourne, which you'd think is a gimme. But when you're playing at friggin' Mount Barker, who the fuck knows what that weather's going <laughs> to yep. dish up, and that 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 sub AFL oval is going to dish up. So, and then round six they go to Canberra to play GWS. It's not a gimme. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, once again, it's in Can- it's, it's in Canberra. So how often do Brisbane play in Canberra? It could already be minus fourteen there. So yep. That, so that, they've got an interesting month ahead. They it's going to make or break the next three weeks. Um, yep. But um, the other the other Queensland side fucked everyone's tips up. You would have thought. Yeah. Which oh, not Gary Lyons. Gary Lyons tipped them. Did he? And Buckley and uh, the the week before it on the couch, Buckley and Brownie went, come on, at him. come on, Gary. What are you on about? Fuck. He, uh, end of last night's episode, it's, he was... Gold Coast. End of last night's episode, he had, oh, excuse me, I just want to re- replay something from last week. <laughs> had a bit of a head wobble going on, Gaz did. But Gold Coast round one or two wouldn't have thought, oh, they're going to beat the reigning premiers who are zipping two as well. Yeah. But they did. And Lacocious... It's finally been played in a role that he was wide. That is actually his is actually his role. Like he's a, it was a forward and a key forward, and I reckon because King has probably had a slower start on the return. Yep, which you would expect from an ACL. He's not going to just dive straight back in. He got put forward and made the focal point. Oh. He's banged five home. And I wonder if it's King. I forget who the who the the stat was about the the so called good young player. Yeah. Um. And now that Riley Tilthorpe's kicked two lots of five, someone Tilthorpe. 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 All right. Well, you said Tilthorpe earlier, but I'd be getting the hate removed if I was him. Anyway, continue. What? Make Til- it Tilthorpe. What? Tilthorpe. Oh. Tilthorpe. 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 Um. Yeah. No. Gold Coast were, were brilliant. They had uh, Swallows two hundredth. First Gold Coast to get to two hundred. Lacocious tried to take his eye out <laughs> <laughs> after his after his massive torp. And it's ridiculous. A bit of that, that was bullshit that, that, that the West brought in. That was the Lacocious goal. That was you can't go throwing high fives willy nearly like that. <laughs> you got him right in the eye. Apparently you can. Oh, I'm waiting for one of the. I'm waiting. You know how I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the back page tomorrow night. Yeah. To play that with the twelfth man over, and I guarantee you they will, because Billy Birmingham was a was a regular on on the twelfth man. Um, yeah, the the Gold Coast Suns were good. I will tell you who um, Geelong. I'm calling it, and I did at the start of the year. They're done. They're cooked. They yeah. are done. Diddly and done. 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 The new skippers come under some, uh, which is I think bullshit. Yeah, well, it's not like. Like, it's not the leadership that's the issue. Like, are they missing Selwood? Yeah. But not his leadership. I think they're actually missing his role. Contested footy. The in and under. Yeah. 
And then at the same time, Cam Guthrie cut his hair. He lost all his fucking superpowers. Has not had a kick since he had a haircut. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of people saying it that did... Well, they... Uh, Jeremy Cameron was on... Um, whose podcast is it? Uh, suck... No. He's playing for free. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tommy Sheridan. Sheridan. Sorry. On Tommy Sheridan's podcast, which is a cracker, mind you. Listen to a few. Very enjoyable. Shout out. Um, the what do you want to get one back? Yeah, I bet you don't. I bet we don't. Never heard of these two pricks. Um, he was talking about how he said a month later you're still smashing beers, still celebrating. Yeah, like it was, and which you should do for a premiership. And I dare say yeah, Melbourne did it. Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne hadn't won a flag in fifty years, so they were. I know, I know they celebrated a bit longer, which and yeah. you have the right to do that, but. I don't think their list is of that age where you can punch out beers for an yeah. extra month. <coughs> and I reckon it's showing now. They might yeah. not come yeah, if for you're all tw- month. If you're all 24 and, and not all 29 plus. Yeah. And I mean, it was Jeremy, Jeremy Cameron talking about it, but he, he started in an absolute heater. So <laughs> you can't say yeah. that he didn't. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy Cameron was on the piss. Yeah, well, he's the actual player that's dominated for yeah. you in the first three rounds. Yeah. <coughs> so he was actually the most pissed out of all of them as well. Like I, I genuinely I just believe that age catches up to everyone. Oh, you can yeah. And well, look at you after a night out. Next oh, day, you're, you're a disgrace. Not just a night out, just a lazy. I could, and I not even know. a night, not even a, a night lazy out. Dozen like, beers will yeah. fuck me for a month now. Um, yeah, well, I got you home at eight thirty the other night after the <laughs> after that Richmond game, and you were, you were in all sorts the next day. Chill out, bro. Oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was fucked. Um, did have a bit. Um, but yeah, so you you got players who are now having to front up to pre-season in, well, it was a month later, so, because they made the GF, so they probably didn't. After a month of piss and Big Macs. And because you've won a flag, you're not running in, but you're not <laughs> yeah, doing yeah, the you're runs. Not, like, not doing was that? Hodgie? Hodgie said, you're not doing that run on Christmas Day. Like yeah. the guys who didn't win a flag, you're yeah. enjoying and going your ellies around with your yeah. beers, going ah, let's win the fucking flag, yeah. and and yeah, and and at their age, um, there's a lot of players there who are gonna, I I think, I think they are done. Um, it's how many teams have come back from zipping three? Uh, Kilda was the only team that made a grand final from zipping three um, against the Crows, and Adelaide was zipping two. Well, the last time a team started zip and three after being after being Belvedere, after being premiers. So we've got. See, deliberately we've, we've got our assistant here. Oi. Hey, Jamie. Jamie, can I have another wine, please? Why are you doing nothing? We, we have our pa- uh, one of our past guests. Garcon. Um, that pommy half pommy guy that we had on here. He's actually sitting here listening. I mean, we will not dare put him near the mic, so don't don't fret. We, we've already made that mistake once, made people. That Sorry, once. apologies. <laughs> anyway, he's, he's going to get us another drink. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Geelong. I think it has finally come to an end. But yeah. I don't think their rebound will be slow. They've they've brought in yeah. a lot of yeah. So nineteen seventy six, North talent. Melbourne started zero three after winning the flag. So this is the first time. A team started zero three after winning the flag. Thanks for that, Dustin. Yeah, they did make the grand final. Dustin Hoffman. They did make the grand final. So who did? North Melbourne next ne- next year. Well, if we're going to talk about who who isn't going to win the flag, geez, there was some big big hands up in the air on who were going to win the flag this weekend. Collingwood were electric on. Um, Jeez. Well, sorry, every, electric. Every every time they play, every time they play, I think they could. They should have won by. If they had actually kicked straight in that first half, that would have been a ten goal win. Yeah. And Richmond were never even going to be in the fray to come back. Um so their performance was great. And geez, oh the old irony. Irony. Uh, uh, irony? Yep. Seeing Cameron go down, you're like, whoa, if only if only you had a Jewel Copeland trophy, all Australian Ruckman still on your books. I don't think they have a ruckman now, because no, Ash stay, Johnson, who just stain, the he rucked a bit at Scotch Old Collegians, and yep. um, he rucked a bit on the weekend and did some good things in the ruck. But yep. 
I wouldn't say he's a full-time ruckman. They're going to have yeah, to. So the only ruckman on their list that's available for selection is a 19-year-old rookie who, who you'd be shocked if they picked him. Well, they're going to have to, aren't they? No, I don't think they will. Old Stain would have sitting there with his voodoo doll at the start of the year going, wouldn't mind this guy going down, wouldn't mind this guy going down. And... Uh, no. Actually, don't all go down. Fuck, you've all gone down. I'm going to have to play in round three, round four. So Collingwood, that's probably their their only concern would be the fact they don't have a ruckman right now. Um, And uh, they they do. They don't have a ruckman for a while. They do have a bloke who actually was drafted as a ruckman. Who? Playing centre-half back for him that may have used to reside in South Australia. Oh, Frampton. Yep. Can we start on that? He, I don't understand, after playing a few weeks at centre-half back for the Crows, Melbourne media started talking about him as a possible All-Australian centre-half back. They were gagging on him. Then he played one bad quarter. He never played again. And got dropped and never played in the AFL again. Never And you can't tell me it was that one bad quarter. He has done something to upset somebody. I know what he did. Do you? I, I know what he did. Tell Nixie to fuck off the bold cunt. That's all I can think of. I thought he might have rooted his missus, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it, look, Adelaide... And, and it perplexed me because we d- weren't exactly overflowing with defenders. Key <laughs> defenders. Mobile key defenders too. Yeah. And, and like... And like... to Collingwood. And he's huge. He's, he's a proper rock ape. Yeah. Defender. But he will play every game for Collingwood. This yeah. So you've got to The only reason he doesn't it. play every game is if he has a brain snap. Yeah. That was a great goal, by the way. Yeah. Um, Just knowing where the goals are. One of Rankin's goals. Um, um, but he he, he he should be playing in Adelaide's defence right now. I'm, 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 I don't know what happened. Something happened. Tell you what, talking about that, Murray was good in the showdown. I don't know. Can't go back to the showdown. But oh, yeah, we can. <laughs> We just did. Uh, I could name everyone's good, but uh, yeah, he was good. He's evolved very quickly. Butts wasn't that great. No. Um, all right, we've talked about one premiership contender putting their hand up and saying, look at me, but... Look at me, look at me. The Dees uh, came back from their little Brisbane trip where I think they were in, went up there with a little bit of a holiday mode and when the power went out, they went, oh, shit. They snapped back into it. <laughs> And they came back to Tell Melbourne what. with that same mindset. Tell you what, 30 more seconds. Oh, yeah, in the Brisbane game. That was... They were coming. De- coming. Now, have we... Was there enough talk about... Brisbane grizzled about Melbourne being back on the ground? So the AFL hadn't told Brisbane... We didn't get to talk about it because we didn't have an episode pre-showdown. Yeah. Sorry, I was... Danny I was, inj- I was Dan- injured. Danny had diarrhoea. I didn't have diarrhoea. <laughs> no, he had man flu. Yeah, oh, he had a sniffle, didn't you? A bit of a sniffle. So we didn't get cool. to do a pre-showdown show, which yeah. we did apologise. But I'm making up for it now. We're going to give you seven hours tonight on this episode. Seven hours on the showdown. So, yeah, no, but the, yeah, Melbourne in that, coming back from half-time, uh, from, sorry, from half-time of the last quarter, um, and not, not to mention the coach coming out saying it was actually unfair. It was unfair that they uh, we had to come out and play after that because... Now, I thought, for God's sake, what are you talking about? But what he was actually referring to is uh, Melbourne... Re- and like, But the AFL hadn't said, oh, by the way, you can come back on the field now. It's just one of those situations that you're like, there's no oh, real rules because no, it's but you know what? No, you know what it was? Shit. The person who's in charge of the tribunal was in charge of letting them know they can be back on the field. Who? I don't know who it is, <laughs> but but the, but they've had a mayor. They've told one team, oh, you can come back on, and they forgot to tell the other team. Oh, yeah, guys, um, Melbourne's been out there for 10 minutes. We forgot to tell you. We're about to get this shit underway. So, yeah, well, that, that was last week's news. But Melbourne have come back from that. And it was a fucking great game against Sydney. Did you watch it? Highly entertaining. Didn't see all of it. Um, Sydney came back. Melbourne went, kicked away. Sydney came back. And then Melbourne... Just put the foot down and, and blew them out of the water. Absolutely blew them out of the water in that last quarter. And it was good to see because 
<clears throat> probably last year it was Melbourne. They needed where it. They probably they took the foot off and lost those games. But I, I was shocked to hear pre-game. Seven of the last eight games between those two sides at the MCG. Sydney have won. Sydney have won. Yeah. I was like, what? And we, weird hoodoo. Yeah. But they put that to bed because they, yeah, no, they, they fucking mauled them yeah. in that uh, from probably 10 minutes to go in the third. And Sydney Sydney, a genuine side. Sydney's first two games, probably the best two games they've played in the last. But, but they, they looked easy winners in their first yeah. two games. And I was sitting there going, this is a bit of a danger game for the Ds here. Mm. Like it's going to be, if they lose this, they might be one and two. But they've played three good sides so you might expect that so to come out of that 2-1 you'll take that but I think the actual way they beat Sydney they looked fucking good didn't they and they still yeah. got Cozzy to come back in still got back Gorn this week to come back in um, yeah Cozzy back this week yeah. fucking poor poor West Coast oh, well there's another one. Oh, poor pricks talk about getting mauled not by the opposition just by injuries that Adam Simpson's quote I went down to the bench <laughs> to get around the boys to just because I know we were struggling down there. He goes, I went down. Got down there. I was on my own. There was no boys. So I had no bench. Everyone's either in hospital or in the rooms. I was astounded by seven injuries. They had players on the field that couldn't move. Mm. He, he goes, and like Liam Ryan came, come back on when he, when he came back on. There's no way he should have been on the field. If you're listening, people, the line for um, the, the game was at 40 points. It's now been going out to 44 for Melbourne. Dollar ninety is paying. Have a lip. Because I reckon when they go to selection, you see all the outs. The, the, Half the, the waffle the, sides the, in the, there. The bookie's going to wind out that line to 60. Um, and they're playing. They're going against a red-hot Melbourne after that game against Sydney. Um, it's going to be... It's going to be... A, yeah, it's, it's going to be... It's going to be hard to watch for a West Coast supporter because the players that got injured... Aren't just your, 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 your you had McGovern, genuine you had names. Cripps broke his leg. Yeah. Ryan, the way he landed, looked like he broke nine oh. nine ribs and five vertebrae. See how he went to get and, up, and, and then he went back down. And it's a ham, arm, and, no but good. it's a hamstring of of the things you, because he bent over. Oh, did you do a hammy? From yeah, <laughs> Jesus. And oh, but McGovern's hammy when he was coming off. It was a bad hammy. Oh. A guy carrying an extra ten kegs too. It's, yeah. it's not a good. Habit. It's a long way to yeah. come back from that. <laughs> That's an eight weeker. Yeah. Um, so that game's gonna be very interesting. But um, the, the a game over in the West. Did you watch the Frio and um, West Coast game? Oh, yes. Well, the Derby. Yeah. The yeah. it was a demolition derby, but yeah. of a different kind. Um, the celebration of Frederick uh, should have got eight week suspension. Excuse me? Uh, not a football act. Potential for injury? You're a fuckwit. <laughs> You're a fuckwit. Uh, Are you oh, legit? That so it's all right when you want to tell a shit joke, but no, I'm not allowed to. It's Get not fucked. Even a joke. I'm talking about how that was. Brilliant. brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And it made me sit there and go. He got 8.3 on the dismount from the Russian judge. Has anyone done a flip like that? No, I don't think that. You see oh, it, I haven't you seen see it in NRL or another yeah. sports soccer. That, and the way NFL. It was a front. It was a front. Flip it was, flip. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. I just, I just went. You know, you, you get that meme, uh, that real where the camera goes. <laughs> go <back. laughs> I was like that. Watch it. I was like, <laughs> go back. Uh, did he just do a fucking forward flip? And it, it, not only did he do a brilliant forward flip, he landed it brilliantly as well. Do you know what I want? I'm gonna with a, a twist. Forward flip with I'm, a twist. I'm doing a call out to every AFL player. Oh. Every AFL player, because all the every AFL player that listens to this, <laughs> I want to see just every just beat week, it, just beat, beat it. it, do something, jump the fence, and beat jump, that, jump the fence, and applaud your own goal like you're a supporter, or do a flip, or do some sort of. The NRL had a competition one year, like it was a I don't know if it was a footy show or if it was an NRL comp, but they were doing the best celebration for the year. And some of the shit they produced yeah. during the year was fucking elite. One of them scored a try, ran over, jumped over the fence, and sat there, clapping, applauded, clapping his own, 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 own uh, clapping his own stuff. And I was like, but they did all sorts of celebrations. The AFL needs to go right. Frederick, 
you've got us going again. We want to see the most outlandish, amazing celebrations for any sort of a goal. Do we need to pause this for you out of piss? Yep. You've done your piss. Well done. <sighs> Tonsils were well and truly floating then. Never seen a guy squirm in a chair more than he looked like Epstein at trial. I had needed to go for it. Oh, there it is. there's the flip you were oh, talking about. I was talking about the flip. Oh, it's a brilliant flip. Absolute beauty. And see the, see the supporters in the background pointing at Did you just fucking see the flip he did? Yeah, they were doing the shh, 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 shh. So, yeah, um, I, I'm just calling out to every AFL player right now. Show us what you got. Show us your creativity. Show us your aerial skills, whatever you want. Your comedic genius. Because that, I wanted to watch the game again. I was like, Frederick, get another goal and do something again. Yeah. You know the you know the best one I saw was in the NRL. Um, not that not that it was the best one, but I I, I watch it still and I get goosebumps. Old, goosebumps. Starting to get goosebumps now. Greg Inglis when he got that try at the end of the South. Oh, and he goanned and he slid <laughs> and goanned yeah. up to the camera, and I was like, that is amazing. Like it was it was brilliant, and um, so I'm yeah. It's a call out to every AFL player that's listening to this, which is zero, zero. Um, yeah, celebrate this shit. Show us what the fuck you got. What do you reckon about um, yeah, umpiring standards or well, not umpiring? Yeah, we will. Dissent. A um, rule that. Um, well, I'd really like for. Up. I'd really like for someone at the AFL to actually look up the meaning of dissent. Because asking a question of the um, now, and if if players aren't a senior player isn't allowed to ask a question, didn't swear. No, I don't give that. The no, players are allowed to be emotional. Yeah, but he asked a question of the umpire. He didn't swear. Didn't, didn't swear. Him, didn't didn't say you fucking. Prick. Now, now, if that's how it's going to be, if that's dissent, well, tell your umpires to stop talking to players. Yeah. Look, why are umpires allowed to talk to players and ask them questions and question no, no, what they're doing? You watch the replay. The way he did it... And I feel sorry for the umpire. No, I don't. There's a dissent rule and he's gone... Oh, a bit of me, Tommy. Yeah, but... Fuck him. But, he was useless. But what about Dan Richardson, the umpire's uh, boss? Another dickhead. You've... Look, he could have put the whole thing to bed last uh, yesterday. He could have said, look, yes... We've got the dissent rule, and we stand by our dissent rule, but the umpire probably took it a bit too far. Yeah. Just put it to bed. And the way he explained it to Whitford, Whitford, Whitfield, Whitfield, I was like, you are just one of those guys who... Tell you what, hats off to, hats did, off to Lockie Whitfield. Did, didn't get picked in the footy team. You then probably copped a bit of bullying at school. You're going, how can I get back at these cunts? I'll be an umpire. Yeah. And then when it was his time, and he didn't like Cornelio getting into him. Typical bloke from the bay. Went, <whistles> and it is, that's dissent. When he said, that's dissent, you, you've got, you've. Hats off to the way Lockie Whitfield handled that conversation. I would have fucking knocked his head. <laughs> but you know, you know when what? Lockie Whitfield turned away and just went, Roundhouse him, but I can't. But in all seriousness, um, some of the the reason why I think probably not in the last five years, but earlier there was a period of about ten years where I I feel you could have a bit of a dip at an umpire, and they could say they could give a bit of an authoritarian oh, yeah. s- uh, Sam oh, Newman pa- full hand, yeah, pack it in, point, oh, like just pack it in, like eight, oh, eight. Oh, yeah. all right, I stand, but yeah. That, that's it's there's yeah. no the the relationship You've, between your point your points across yeah. but be careful where you tread next. Yeah. The relationship between players and umpires has never been worse. The distance between a player and umpire has never been further in the way that they can relate to each other and then communicate. Um, that dissent decision, but may, maybe that not that further. umpire's defence, but. But another one happened on in the Melbourne Sydney game when, um, not Cunningham, Hayward. It's a freak against Hayward, and all he did 
it was almost frustration that deep inside he yeah. knew he had probably done the wrong thing and he'd gone, ah, like when it's a 50-50 yeah. and it goes your way, you can be frustrated and you might direct that frustration. And if, if it's at an umpire, but he didn't swear, he didn't do anything, he just was fucked off. Yeah. And the umpire, 50-metre penalty descent. And it was, a, it was just a goal to Melbourne. Yeah. It was a goal to, I think it was Sparga. And it was like, really? you're gonna, you, If you're going to start giving those penalties away for descent, it has to be 25, not 50. 50 is too fucking damaging yeah. for something so minuscule. Um, I, I, I am a firm believer that the 50 should go. The 50 should be set aside for late hits. Yeah. There should be a certain category, which is a 50. The rest is 25. If you're going to give away 50s for descent... But how, how do you... Like, Lisa. Yeah, because there's too many... Well, there's certain things that are 50. There's certain things that are 25. Yeah, right. It, 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 I think it would be an, a game changer because it's too damaging. A 50-metre penalty for some things is horrific. If, you, if you've if you taken a mark anywhere near the 50, even if you're within 20 metres of the 50-metre arc, it's a goal or it's a shot at goal because they bring you within 30 metres of that yeah. goal. So um, I'd like to see that change, but... It, if if you watch the NRL, this is a second grab to the NRL I've gone, but you can see the blo- the the captains go up to the umpire and they'll be like, "This is fucking bullshit," and the umpire does what a teacher or a father or whatever yep. they do the authorita- authoritarian uh, yep. language and they go, "Hey, hey, hey, I understand you're frustrated, but don't you talk to me like that. Yep. You calm down, and I'll speak to you." Yep. And they go, "Okay," and then they oh, talk to them. Yeah, right. You ain't getting players sent off or penalties for getting annoyed and throwing their hands in the air. Yeah. Yeah, NRL would look at it. Yeah, NRL that, umpires would look at that going, weak pricks. Like, we understand what the AFL's attempting to do, but they're travelling on the wrong road to get to that oh, destination. Yeah, definitely. Like, it is, but it's the same thing. Like, like Dan Richardson's train wreck of an explanation yesterday. Oh, yeah. Like, you've just made this 1,000% worse. When he said, oh, what did he say? He said, um, oh, well, just remember, if he didn't do that, it wouldn't have been a free kick. And make no mistake. Well, hang on. The whole fucking thing came about from the umpire making a mistake. Correct. Like, what this whole conversation has taken away from was the horrendous fucking umpiring decision. And I'm not talking about the dissent decision. I'm talking about the decision not to pay holding the fucking ball. What's it holding the ball? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that was like catching a marlin. Oh, fuck off. Absolutely. I said absolutely. Um, yeah, I reckon there's. It, but we we talk about this every week, and it's but it's it's got to the point where they're trying to do stuff to make the umpire not as. Targeted by the fan or or the average Joe punter on the you weekend could, now, watching, but, but it's now made it this worse. week it's made it worse. This week at every one of the nine games, yeah. the first half iffy umpiring decision, 50. there's going to be people hanging over the fence wanting to absolutely kill the bloke. Yep, correct. Which Dan Richardson has single handedly caused. Who the fuck is that guy? He's the AFL umpires boss, yeah. former. Eston and Richmond general oh, manager yeah. of footy. I was going to say, it is that is it yeah, that? Same bloke. Yep. I love that. You get sacked from any club job, you normally end up at an AFL job. How does that work? Mm. Did he get sacked? Yeah. Did he? Or walked? No. Nah. I think he walked. One well, going on that, you'd think bloody... Um, Tadoro. No. Oh. <laughs> Xavier Campbell have a job at the AFL next year then. No, he already has. What? Ah, uh, you dig in. Well, what are we at? We, we, we've gone on a bit here. You've waffled a bit tonight. Have I? Nah. What, what's your big, what was your highlight of the round? There we go. Throw on the spot. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh. Apart from the showdown. Oh. Um, highlight. Three, two, one. I've put you right under the pump here. Yeah. Um. Can name a few. 
I'm going to go with Jamar as five after being uh, racially vilified. And it was good. Uh, that is five or good five. Oh, good goals. Goals. Yeah. That was his best game he's played. Uh, by a fucking mile, like I daylight second. I didn't ask for a description on how far. I oh, just sorry. That was his best game. Yeah. Um, Brilliant game of footy. And uh, mind you, when he lifted his shirt, everyone knew what he was pointing at. I, my first thought was he was pointing at going, look at this fucking six-pack. Amazing oh. how a savage pre-season can change your performance on a Saturday yeah. or Friday night. He would be five kilos lighter, I reckon, and look fit. At, he, he looks... Like, I thought he looks fitter, and I'm, I'm taking the piss there. He did lift the shirt to, to say the Nicky Wimmer thing. We obviously... But on the yeah. same... Token, I knew what he's doing, but I, at the same time, I thought, fuck, he's, he's looking fit. Fair analogy, though. Yeah, you know, well, look at my six pack. Look at my six pack, but on all seriousness, the, some players sit there and it takes a while for the penny to drop. And I reckon his penny dropped this preseason. Yep. And he goes, oh, there was all the beat up about it. he wasn't getting a game, this and that. But he's obviously come out and gone, he's had a fucking huge preseason. He's fit as fuck. And the way he moved on Friday showed that. So he's only going to get better and better. And I reckon the penny's dropped for him. And I he, think, he, he uh, could be the biggest... I think that's not bad, the way he out. moved. He did, he moved. I think, f- I think a couple of big forwards uh, that you spoke about earlier could oh, yeah. could learn a bit from the way he, he moved. He looked, he looked bigger in the arms. And then when he, when he did lift his shirt, I hadn't. I wouldn't have seen it otherwise. Yeah. But you can see how he had, a, had the six-pack yeah. cranking, which he wouldn't have had last year. He was no. carrying that puppy fat last yeah. year. So, um, yeah, Jamara. Uh, I'll say my my highlight for the week is how West Coast played with no bet. Look, look, they were good late in that game, but the highlight is this week's Norwich Rising or not Norwich Nab Rising Star. <laughs> Norwich Rising Star. <laughs> Nab, Nab. stuck in two thousand one. <laughs> No, 1995 has yeah. been the Norwich Rising Star for 30 years. Um, NAB Rising Star nominee. Norwich Rising Star. Um, we were talking about this off air, but... Uh, Ruben... Jinby, Gibney... Gimby, whatever, however... They can't, uh, there's a lot of names that aren't being pronounced right. We'll get back to that another week. Um, but I said to you before we started, I said he is dead set. The, the Bow Waters that they've been looking for the That's last... Great. Great comparison. Yeah, he is. When you said it, I was just like, that is so good because... He, he's the next Bo Waters of that club. And um, Bo entered the AFL like this and went bang. Um, yep. Very similar. So I'm very, very keen to watch his progression because if it goes anything like Bo Waters did, fucking hold on to your seats. It's going to be a, a good watch, so... Ruben Jimney is your highlight. My highlight was Ugo Ugo Hagen. Ugo Hagen. Jamara Ugo. Ugo. Ugo Hagen. Both picked two rookie, two young lads in our highlights. Like, that's good. Well, mate, uh, it's been good chatting. All right. Even though you ruined it with your seventy-eight hour piss. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, editing's gonna good, have to good, be good. Good luck editing the two of them together now we've, that I've stuffed up the pores. We never edited, and I'm gonna have to splice this together. So, which isn't an edit; it's just connecting two files together. Just a splice, splice up your life. All right, mate. Well, enjoy, enjoy Easter coming up, everyone, and uh, we've got uh, um, gather round coming up soon into Westing and uh, Sandfall. The whole round of Sandfall is on the Friday. Good Friday. Yeah. If that's not a... It'd uh, be good to see uh, yeah, Benny Heaslick play his first game for the year after he belted someone and got got suspended for the first round. Well, Benny, if you're listening, which we know you are because you are a big fan of the Caesar and the <coughs> podcast, good luck and uh, try not getting rubbed out. But yeah. great uh, great call by the Sanford to have the entire round on Good Friday because they're not contesting with well, anything. You've got the AFL's got... Uh, they've got North Melbourne versus... Someone on Bulldogs. Which good Friday, Good Friday appeal I, for I, the Children's Hospital. I just about to bag it, so I can't now. Yeah, so I'd rather Lucky just paint dry. Um, but yeah, the whole sample. There's a Thursday night game. There's a Friday day game. There's some Friday night games. So they're cashing in on the fact that there is fucking nothing on earth to do on Good mm. Friday. So uh, get to your sample. 
Watch the footy. Oh, how good! Didn't West Coast good's footy being back? Hang on, didn't West Coast and Port a couple of years in a row play on Good Friday? Good Friday night, maybe. No, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Over in Perth, there was one in Perth, but then I think the next year it was here. Can't remember. That's how good it was. So the AFL binned Good Friday, apart from the appeal. Yep. We're going to do some tips. Oh, I don't think the listeners really. I will fight quick fire. All right. Brisbane, Collingwood. Collingwood. Yeah, me too. Uh, North Melbourne, Carlton. Carlton. Me too. Adelaide, Frio. Adelaide. Me too. Richmond, Bulldogs. Richmond. Me too. Uh, St Kilda, Suns. St Kilda. Yep. Uh, Sydney, Port. Sydney. Shit, me too. Uh, Essendon, Giants. Essendon. Yeah, me too. Um... Melbourne will, beat Melbourne. The, Melbourne will beat the West Coast. Oh, and Easter Monday. Battle of the Spoon. 18th versus 17th. Geelong versus Hawthorne. Geelong. Geelong. We put a, put a fucking nine game multi on that. Oh, it's North Melbourne Carlton on the Good Friday appeal, not North Melbourne Bulldogs, by the way. Oh, well, they will get a crowd then. Yeah. They'll get a bumper crowd then. Yeah. Because of Carlton. Yep. Great work by the AFL there because they realised they needed to pair them up with someone to get a crowd. Well done. When is that? Oh, it's twilight. 3.50. It's a horrible time slot. Well, it's pretty good. You can do your Easter egg hunt. Oh, no, that's Friday, not Sunday, not Friday. Sunday, champ. Yeah. Sorry, right, I don't well, have uh, children. Enjoy, enjoy this week's festivities, this week's footy, and uh, we'll see you same time next week.